Hey, Pamela, do you ever have a question that you don't want to ask because you're embarrassed, but you really want to know the answer? Like what? Like when I asked you if I smelled bad? Ah, yes. And I told you, you smelled like hot garbage. That's because I accidentally threw away my Nintendo Switch and I had to go dumpster diving to get it back. Oh, I remember. We all remember. So what's your question and why are you embarrassed? Because I feel like I should know the answer, but I don't. It's actually a couple questions. I know we talked about this before, but what's going on in Iran right now? And is inflation still a thing? You shouldn't be embarrassed to ask. We can do a 10 News callback and follow up on all those questions. I'm Pamela Kirkland. And I'm Ryan Willard. It's Wednesday, December 7th. And this is a 10 News callback. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Okay, I personally celebrate Christmas, and I remember that last year it was super hard to find what I wanted in stores, and online gifts had really long waits. This year, with inflation and shortages, is Christmas canceled? I celebrate Christmas too, Rye, and it's not just about gifts. That being said, Christmas is not canceled, or any holiday for that matter. But won't inflation and shortages make everything really hard for people? Well... There have been some updates and developments on that, actually. For the past few months, it feels like we were bringing you updates about shortages. Shortages of pretty much everything. Toys, lumber, coins, even books. This time last year, we were warning you tenors that holiday shopping might be a little harder. The COVID-19 pandemic really messed with shipping, trucking, and deliveries, all key to keeping the supply chain in tip-top shape. The delayed delivery times, shortages of products, and higher prices for some goods meant companies had trouble getting supplies to make things and then not being able to put as much stuff on store shelves. Uh, help? And it wasn't just that everything was in short supply. It all cost more, too. Thanks to inflation, gas prices soared, the price of groceries went up, it costs more money to do the same things we do every day. And some Americans are really having trouble keeping up with rising prices. Come on! In order to keep prices where they are, some companies dealt with higher prices by putting stuff in smaller packages. Sneaky shrinkflation is what they call it, making you think you're getting the same size Snickers, but it's just a tad bit Well, we finally have some good news. The price of gas is just about back to where it regularly is. Cream cheese is available for your holiday baking needs. And chicken wings for all. That's right, global supply chains are finally back to normal. That's partly because people aren't spending a lot of money on goods or products right now. It's also because the cost to ship large containers of goods from faraway places like China have dropped from as much as 90% from a year ago. And after watching how much we're spending on household items, we can finally catch a break on how much things cost because inflation is easing. Remember, inflation isn't necessarily a bad thing. In fact, a sign of a healthy economy might mean the rate of inflation increases 1 or 2%. Economists measure inflation regularly to see how a country's economy is doing. That's great news, Pamela. 
Shortages were definitely a drag, and it's a great thing that inflation is easing. Yeah, so hopefully you'll be able to get all the stuff on your list. Oh, my holiday gift list is going straight to Santa. I want a PlayStation VR 2, a Nintendo Switch Lite, MetaQuest 2, and Goat Simulator 3. Oh, and I have some fun Hanukkah presents picked out for Cap and her kids. Email from a tenor that had a question they didn't know the answer to. It's not just me. It's about the ozone. Ooh, an ozone question. That's some really old news that tenor's parents might remember. All right, let's hear it. Hi, my name is Lane. I'm 12 years old. I live in Denville, Colorado. And my question is, I've heard that the ozone layer is repairing itself. If it is, why do we need to keep up with our carbon footprint? Thank you. I remember learning about the depletion of the ozone layer. So we did some research. First, the ozone layer is a kind of shield that protects all life on Earth from harmful UV radiation released by the sun. Back in 1986, scientists warned that the ozone layer was developing a hole. A hole in the shield? Not good. When more harmful types of UV radiation hit the Earth, it's bad for plants, animals, and humans, because certain UV rays can damage DNA. The household chemicals causing the hold were chlorofluorocarbons, also called CFCs, and were used in fridges, air conditioners, light bulbs, bug spray, hairspray, and paint. But world leaders acted fast in the 1980s and 90s by banning CFCs that were depleting the ozone. And the good news is, the hole in the ozone has been healing since the year 2000. Excellent. Wow. But in that case, like Lane said, why do we need to worry about our carbon footprint? Well, we know climate change is warming the Earth, which actually isn't bad for the ozone, except above the North and South Poles, where the greenhouse gases created by human industry are causing the ozone layer to thin. Ah, yes. Plus, our carbon footprint affects so many things beyond the ozone. Climate change, air pollution, acid rain, the acidification of the oceans, and the melting of the polar ice caps. So yes, your carbon footprint matters. Yep. So, some other 10 News messages have come in asking about Iran. And I've also been wondering about the latest. A few weeks ago, we covered the female-led protest, which started after Masa Amini was arrested by Iran's morality police for wearing her hijab incorrectly and died in custody. You can listen to that episode at the link in our show notes. And to refresh everyone on what's happening in Iran, at the start of the protest, show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan spoke with Shida Almasi, an Iranian-American with family back in Iran. Hi, my name is Shida. I am an Iranian-American. I was born in Michigan and now live in New York City. My family back in Iran is all safe and sound, thankfully. The first two weeks of the protests, the government had shut down the internet and it was hard to get in contact with them. A lot of us are seeing things on the news about the protests. What do you want us to know about them? I think one of the most important things to know about what is happening in Iran is that uh, it is a fight for, for equality and women's rights. However, there, there's a lot of other issues at, at play at the moment. There is um, real bad air quality issues in Tehran. I 
was able to go about nine years ago now. And I could not breathe. Um, I really had a hard time breathing when I was there. I think until you're really in a situation that is so polluted, it's it's hard to even imagine. Um, but witnessing it firsthand, it is it's really terrible. Um, so there's really this kind of perfect storm of of issues at play right now. Um, the you know women equality, air pollution just generally being able to provide food on the table for people's families. And um, I think it's important to know that those other components are are a big factor in what's happening right now as well. Wow. It's hard to imagine not being able to contact your family when you're seeing all these protests on the news. I saw a story on social media that said 16,000 protesters in Iran were sentenced to death. Is that true? It turns out that story was actually misinformation. It's believed 15,000 people were arrested, but so far only five have been sentenced to death. Another 350 people are reported to have been killed during protests, but it's hard to confirm exact numbers because the Iranian government is not allowing journalists to report on the protests. These protests are still ongoing all across the country. Is there anything we can do? Good question. We can keep talking about it and making sure we're sharing correct information and not any misinformation and support those that are using their voices to keep a focus on it. Oh, like the U.S. soccer team did last week. Right. The U.S. soccer team made news last week when it played Iran in the World Cup. The U.S. won the match 1-0. And before the match, the U.S. Soccer Federation broadcast an image of the Iranian flag with the Islamic Republic symbols removed. They were showing support for the protesters in Iran. But Iranian state media called for the U.S. to get a 10-game suspension because altering another country's flag is against FIFA rules. You know, FIFA's the international soccer organization that runs the World Cup. They haven't responded to Iran. And most recently, after months of protests all over the world, an Iranian official suggested Iran may have decided to abolish the morality police, which are the police force that enforce Iran's strict rules on dress code and behavior. While Iran still faces other challenges, this would be a step in the right direction and a reminder that protests and speaking up can make a difference. Welcome to the Trivia Room. Hi, Tessa. Oh my gosh, 10 News creator Tracy Kaplan. How can I help you? Well, everyone's gotten to do the trivia, and I was wondering if I could have a try. Of course! Get in here and hop up on the trivia throne for today's trivia question. You ready? Oh yeah. What is going on here? Trivia on the 10. Here's a yummy bit of trivia calling back to 1887. December 7th is National Cotton Candy Day, and this sweet treat was invented in the U.S. in 1887. But what job did the inventor of cotton candy have? Was the inventor A, a dentist, B, a teacher, or C, a baker? Tenors, did you guess it? Tracy, what's your answer? Hmm. Well, I could see a dentist being excited about cotton candy because of all the kids that would end up in his chair, but I'm going to go with C, a baker. The answer is... A, a dentist invented cotton candy. What? I had it right? 
Ah, I should have gone with my first instinct. Dentist and inventor William James Morrison teamed up with candy maker John C. Wharton in 1887 to build a machine that makes spun sugar candy, also known as candy floss, also known as cotton candy. They took their invention to the Louisiana Purchase Exposition in St. Louis, which is also where ice cream cones and peanut butter were first served. Ooh, maybe someone got an ice cream cone and put cotton candy in it with peanut butter topping? Delicious! That doesn't sound very appetizing. Good point, boss. Tenors, do you want to sit on the trivia throne and share your trivia knowledge? Visit thetennews.com slash contact to get in touch, and we might have you on the show. Okay, are you feeling any better about your questions, Rye? Much, much better. Oh, we've got to give special 10 new snaps to the 10 who sent in that great question about the ozone. But before we do, here's a quick note for the grown-ups. Hi, tenors. It's me, Tessa, and I'm going to the Girl Tales holiday party this weekend. Girl Tales, a kid's podcast of feminist fairy tales, is throwing a holiday party for families in New York City. There will be a live reading of a Girl Tales story, candle making for Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, a sing-along, a holiday photo booth, pizza for everyone, and kids who attend will help write a story that will air on the Girl Tales podcast. Join the fun at New Woman's Space in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, on Sunday, December 11th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Head to girltalespodcast.com events to buy tickets and find out more. See you there. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust? You need Shopify for retail. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Shopify's sleek, reliable POS hardware takes every major payment method and looks fabulous at the same time. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com lifestyle, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash lifestyle to take your retail business to the next level today. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. And now it's time for the 10 new snaps. Thank you, Lane, for sending in your excellent question. And thanks for listening to The 10 News. We love when our tenors contact us. Thank you very much. The 10 Things You Need to Know drops every Tuesday, and our in-depth reports drop every Wednesday. 
But if you want some bonus content, you could join the Tenors Club on our website or on Apple Podcasts. Check out the website or our channel on Apple to learn more. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts. The 10 News creative team is buying discount gifts and includes Tracy Crooks, Pete Musto, and Tessa Flannery. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle, and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Ryan Willard. And I'm Pamela Kirkland. Thanks for listening to The 10 News. And remember, there are no silly questions. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now.